In this sicha, sicha Vayakel and Pkudei, the Rebbe is going to be having a look both on a Rashi in Vayakel and in a Rashi in Pkudei, and we'll also see how one actually helps us understand the other as well. In Pashas Vayakel, we have a Pasuk, it says, All of the women that were specifically inspired with wisdom, they had spun the goats. What does this mean? Rashi says this was a special umnus, a special craftsmanship, they would actually spin the wool or the hair of the goats as it was on the backs of the goats. The Rebbe asks, number one, what is the advantage of this? Why is that so great that it's being spun while on the backs of the goats? And number two, the Rebbe says, if they did this for the goats, why didn't they do it with the wool from the, on the backs of the sheep? The wool that they would be making, the treles and the argomon, the blue wool, the purple wool, etc., in Parshas Pekudeh, we have a Rashi that says that when Moshe Rabbeinu tells Betzalel to make the Kalim for the Mishkan and then tells him to make the Mishkan, Betzalel says it is customary in the world that we usually make the house first and then the furnishings. And Moshe Rabbeinu agrees that yes, this is actually the way Hashem commanded to do it and this is what he ends up doing. The question then is, if we're building the Mishkan in the Orden in the regular way how people build houses, why is it then that in Parshas Vayakel we find that the areas, the tapestries, which is the roof, is being made before the crush and before the, before the boards? Usually the custom would be, the normal way would be that you first make the walls and then you make the roof. The Rebbe quotes the Bali Atoisvis that answer this question by saying that they want to ensure that there's no delay at all from when the crushim are made and placing the areas on top of them. That's why they have to have the areas ready to go. But the Rebbe asks, seemingly they're anyways not going to be putting it up until the Mishkan is going to be set up, which will be after all the different parts of the Mishkan are made anyways. So what's the advantage of making the Uriyos before making the boards? In order to understand all of this, the Rebbe looks at some other diukim details within Rashi. Number one, the Rebbe says, if Rashi is trying to explain this idea that they spun the wool, the goats here on the backs of the goats, Rashi should seemingly start with explaining that point. Why does Rashi start off by saying, he hoisa umnus, he said that this was a special craftsmanship. Another thing, says the Rebbe, why this expression of umnus, workmanship or craftsmanship, rather than saying a chachma yuseira. That's actually the word that the Pasuk says, all of the women that had chachma. Also in the Gemara, which is seemingly the source of Rashi, also uses this expression, that it was Chachma Yisaita, extra wisdom. Why is Rashi using this idea of Umnus Yisaita? So the Rebbe explains. When the Pasuk says, Tavu Esoizim, and it says it as a separate Pasuk to the spinning of the materials of the other, of the sheep, etc., of the Tchelis and so on. So it's clear that we're speaking about a different type of spinning to the other materials. So what does it mean, tavu ism? They spun the ism. It obviously is not, doesn't mean they're spinning the, the goats. Clearly they're spinning the hair or the wool that's on the goats. And since again it's being said separately, it must mean that since it says tavu ism, it means ism means that it's being spun while it's attached to the goats. What would be the advantage of that? The advantage is very simple, the Rebbe says. It's cl- quite clear that when we give a donation, of something that's alive, of an animal, just like a carbon, when it comes from an, from an animal, it's going to be more hush, greater, more important, than something that's coming only from a plant. And therefore, when they're going to spin this wool, spin this here while it's still attached to the animal, to the goat, it's going to be considered a more hush, a greater type of donation. 
Especially, says the Rebbe, the way it would seem simply is that they actually brought the spun hair, the spun wool from the goats. They brought it as it was still attached to the goats. They brought living goats to the, to, to be brought as the donation. So now they're literally donating something of a balchai of an animal. The Rebbe says, now this will also help us understand why they're only doing this with the goats and not doing it with the sheep. Because the wool that had to be coming from the sheep always had to be dyed wool. It had to be dyed with tcheles and argomon and the various different things that you wouldn't be able to do while it's attached to the sheep. And therefore they're also not spinning it on the sheep because anyways they're not going to be able to bring it as it's attached to the sheep. Now again, all of this we can understand from the Pasuk. It says itself, it, from itself, it says tovu esoizim, means that they're spinning it on the sheep. On the goats, excuse me. So what's Rashi coming to add? Rashi is saying that it was a umnus yaseida. There was a special craftsmanship here. What he's saying is that it's not only that they gave it in a better way, that it coming from the person, it's a better giving, it's a nicer donation, but there's also a better craftsmanship in the material itself, meaning it's going to come out better because it was attached to the sheep. Why is that? Because while it's still attached to the sheep, it's still living, it's still getting its nourishment, living off the sheep, so automatically it's going to be softer, it's going to be more moist, and therefore it's going to come out. The spun wool will come out in a much beautiful, more beautiful way now. Says the Rebbe, based on all of this, well now let's go back to making the Ereos, the tapestries before the boards. And it's going to be because of both aspects of what we just said, of why the women are doing this. First of all, we said it's because the Chavivus and the Zerizus, because they are so excited and they want to go ahead and they want to do this mitzvah already. So they're doing it as it's on the sheep and this is a special skill. But also we said the craftsmanship in the material itself is going to be better. So the Rebbe says, as far as this Zerizus, that they wanted to do it quickly. So we're going to need to now cut off the hair, the spun wool from the goats immediately and make the areas before we go ahead and start making the adonim, the sockets, the crushing, the boards. Why? Because if we don't cut it off immediately off the goats, if we're not going to make the areas immediately, then the hair is going to continue growing and it won't be spun together anymore. The new part that's just growing. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, it's going to be Tsar Balechayim. We're just leaving it on the goats for no good reason, this uncomfortable position of all of its hair spun together. That's as far as coming from the Zerizus of the women. But furthermore, as far as the craftsmanship of the material itself, so just like spinning fresh, moist, soft threads is going to come out better, so too when they need to weave the tapestries, it's again going to be in a much better way if it's fresh coming directly off the animals. And that's why the Ereos are made first and not waiting till after the Krashim are made. The Rebbe says from all of this, we also take out a fascinating area in Halacha, which we can take from this Rashi. And the Rebbe explains, there's a question. How is it that the women are even allowed to spin the wool for the Mishkan? Why not? Building the Mishkan is considered a mitzvah saseh shazman grama, mitzvah saseh that's time related, because we're not allowed to build a Mishkan or base a Mikdash at night. Now there's an opinion that says, if women are part of a mitzvah, they can't even do the preparations for the mitzvah, like making a lulav or tzitzis and so on. So how could they be part of making the Urias? So the Ragged Shover explains that in building the Beis HaMikdash, there's two aspects. There's the building itself, the mitzvahs are safe, from which the women are definitely exempt. But then there's the idea, we need to have a Beis HaMikdash or a Mishkan in order to bring carbonis. Now, the building, the mitzvahs are building, they're exempt. But to have a Beis HaMikdash or a Mishkan to bring carbonis, that they will be obligated because they also have carbonis to bring. So now, let's apply this to the... So, so now, what's going to end up coming out is like this. The aspects of the Beis Hamikdash, which are absolutely 
crucial for the Karbonos, those aspects, women are also going to be obligated. The aspects of the Beis Amigdash Mishkan, which are not crucial, that the women wouldn't be allowed or wouldn't be supposed to be taken part of. So now let's apply this to the Uriyos. We have a Pasuk. Moshe Rabbeinu spreads the oil over the Mishkan. What does the oil mean? So this is referring to the tapestries, to the Uriyos. The Gemara says it's referring to the lowest level, layer of the Uriyos. Those are the woolen Uriyos and the linen Uriyos. So since... These are crucial for the Mishkan. They are the ones that are making it into an oil, into a tent. You can now bring carbonos. These are the ones that the women could be part of. Whereas the next layers up, the urea is made of the goat skin, the goat's hair. The women wouldn't be allowed because that's not really crucial and necessary for the Mishkan. So how could they actually take part of it? Says the Ragachover, using the words of the Gemara, that this was considered a chachma, you say. It's not actually considered a mulacha. That's why it says that this special way of spinning the wool, that's why they spun it in this special way. Because this special craft is called a special chachma. It's not a regular mulacha. And therefore, because it's a special chachma, here they would be allowed to do it. It's not an ordinary mulacha. But that's all according to the Gemara that says that the oil by Yifra, says oil is referring to the lowest level of the Uriahs. But Rashi in Chumash actually says, Vayifres Soil is referring also to the Yerios Izim, to the Yerios made of the goatskin. If that's the case, then that, those Yerios are also necessary and crucial for the Mishkan to be a tent, to be able to bring carbonos. And that follows then that the women would be able to and be to participate in it. And that's why over here, what does Rashi use? Not the word Chachma, because it's not about a Chachma, the women are doing a Malacha. Then that's why Rashi uses the term umnus, he said. It's actually a craft. The object itself is going to be made in a way of mullah in a very different way now because of what the women are doing, not only about a special chachm or a special skill, but this is the mullah. And that's why they could actually do it. It's actually based on this. The Rebbe moves on and discusses different opinions in the Gemara, whether one would be chayiv in this form of spinning on Shabbos and what Rashi's opinion would be. We're not going to go into those details right now. The Rebbe finishes off with Hoyrois and Avoidus Hashem and the Rebbe says, why in fact did the women do, did the women go ahead and spin the wool, the skin, there's here, while it was on the goats? There was no command from the Abish that they have to do it this way. So the Rebbe says, because when someone has a special skill, a special talent, he needs to know that it wasn't given to him just for his own personal use, but he needs to utilize it to Avoidus Hashem, to make a Mishkan, to make a place for Hashem. And the same thing applies to each and every one of us. When we have any sort of talent, any sort of skill, we always need to look for a way. How are we going to make the world a better place, a place for Hashem with this skill, using it for Avedis Hashem? The same thing is true also when we have some extra earnings or profit. We need to use it for giving tzedakah. The Rebbe tells a story with a chassid of the Alter Rebbe. Anytime he had some extra money, he knew right away there must be a messenger around the corner coming from the Alter Rebbe to collect money for tzedakah. Another thing says the Rebbe the lesson from the fact that they removed the hair from the, from the goats immediately. One of the reasons we said was for Tsar Balichayim. Says the Rebbe, if this is true, with Tsar Balichayim, they were changing the minagoylam, the order of the way usually things would be done. We said usually the walls are made and then the roof. Here we're making the ureas immediately not to cause extra pain to the animals. Says the Rebbe, how much more so not to cause and see another yidden pain. Especially when you see another yid that's so to speak, naked, in pain, because he doesn't have tzitzis and filling, and you might think, well, there's the order of the world, how things need to be. The order of things need to be is first, I need to take care of myself, I need to go daven, and then go learn, and then go eat breakfast, then get him, go, go to my job, then I'll start thinking about the other person. Says the Torah, no, when you see another hidden pain, especially a spiritual pain, you need to immediately ensure that he's not hungry, not thirsty, 
and not uncovered, rather that he has all the things that he needs in Torah and mitzvahs.